My fellow Americans, are you tired of the new normal? Are you tired of the lies? Election fraud. You know the thing that the mainstream media and big tech says doesn't exist? It is time to end it. We must keep going. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But by all means, keep moving. Many of you are sitting here because you're wanting to know what the plan is. This has to be peaceful. We have the right to peacefully assemble. The solution has been in front of us all along. Ask God if you should step into the gap and become a part of the plan. The plan is simple. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. We are the plan. If you're waiting for others to do the work for you, you're going to be waiting a long time. We are Conservative Daily. Uh, thanks for staring at my beautiful face for the last 90 seconds. Uh, and now we get to uh, we get to make the shot even better with uh, Joe's man beard. I don't, I don't know. It's it's a pretty good beard. I kind of <laughs> like it. But uh, so basically, we have a great article uh, written by our own beloved Ashap uh, talking about the fact that Biden is now not calling governors, uh, but in fact calling some mayors in Florida. We've seen how they've been losing their minds over the handful of migrants that have been sent to Martha's Vineyard in broad daylight, as opposed to the tens of thousands which have been coming in by planes in the middle of the night, and many of them at the expense of the taxpayers to flood into our society and wreak whatever havoc may come along with that. Uh, Biden has not talked to DeSantis, even though we have a major storm. Uh, so FEMA Director Deanne Criswell joined the briefing today to discuss the latest with Hurricane Ian. The center upgraded Hurricane Ian to a Category 3 storm this morning, predicting it will make landfall as a major hurricane. Uh, as of 1 p.m. Tuesday, it was 200 miles off the coast of Sarasota. And, of course, Biden is not actually talking to DeSantis, who, as you can all imagine, he's not very happy with, just as the, left, the rest of the radical left are not. Uh, Director Criswell has been in communication with DeSantis, while Biden has been in direct communication with three Florida mayors in the projected path of the storm. Why, and so this, this is the part that drives me nuts, because this is the radical left. This is what they do. Mm -hmm. They're super petty, and this is just more of that pettiness. It is pettiness. It's stupid games. And I have a quick cut of uh, the press conference, actually, where Chriswell uh, tries to dodge questions about why the, you know, the supposed president of the United States has been talking to mayors and not the governor of the state. Uh, so let's play this short clip. Just to follow up. Oh, I'm sorry. I just want to return to what Peter had asked um, about Governor DeSantis. Um, in, in the past, President Trump, um, President Biden, excuse me, has made calls to governors in situations of natural disasters, uh, K. Ivy in Alabama, or Asa Hutchinson in Arkansas, um, or uh, the governor in Texas. Is, is there any? Can you articulate, I guess, uh, how those determinations are made and why? why it hasn't been made in this case to, to have the president call the governor? 
Yeah, the, the president is very focused on making sure that the federal family has the right resources available to support this. Federal um, family. Why I contacted the governor right away, and we have a team of my senior leadership that are embedded with the governor to make sure that we're supporting that. Our focus today is making sure that we have the right measures in place to support the life-saving activities that need to happen. Any conversations afterwards will need to be, uh, we need to see what the, uh, the damages are. But uh, he's made conversations with the mayors, so is there any reason why not the governor? Again, we have a strong team that's in place supporting the governor right now. We're How about the fact they won't answer the question? We'll continue to stay engaged with him. Yeah, Just a, a follow-up. Yeah, how that. about that? Normally, presidents... And I'll pause it real quick. You know, like how she used the term embedded with the governor? Oh, yeah. It's, it's almost like they're telling you in your face that they just have their little agents that want to screw up the country. Call governors, so the governors call presidents. But the only thing that really, during hurricanes, the only real question I, I really want answered is, is it in any way the fact that they haven't talked? Is there any way that it's impeded efforts for the federal government or FEMA to implement plans in Florida? And if so, what would they be? No, this is that we are very focused on what the needs of Florida is right now. Uh, we do not bring politics into our ability to respond to these disasters. Uh, we are going to support whatever Governor DeSantis asks of us. Uh, we signed his emergency declaration within hours of him sending it in. We'll continue to do that as we uh, see what the impacts of the storm are. So it had, it, that the communication between the president and the governor, the governor has no impact on how you all operate? Zero. Zero. Welcome to the petty Biden America. I think it's important to understand that what's happening in Florida is pretty serious. It is a hurricane. Now, whether or not that turns into something massive or uh, you know, devastating to Miami remains to be seen. They are asking people to leave certain areas of Florida. I think that Florida gets hit more often now than they have in the past. Now, the, the people that are talking about climate change will say that that has to do with climate change. I would say that it has to do with the cycle of life and that that's just what happens. It just happens. Thoughts? Uh, well, <laughs> what just happens is that no matter what the issue, whether it's, you know, people being led into the country, whether it's an actual response to a storm, whether, I mean, it doesn't matter what it is. The country is completely overrun and infiltrated by these deep state agents or these sold out pieces of garbage. And they find every excuse to politicize or to uh, work against the interests of the American people. And that's, it's really that simple. Well, we have a, you know, when we're talking to the And I didn't see it, actually. But when we're talking about the the issue of Biden and what they're doing in Florida, I want to be I want I, I we should just ask the question. Is it FEMA's responsibility to take care of Florida or is it Florida's responsibility to take care of Florida? Am I oversimplifying this? Well, probably not. I mean, I don't think that the question is really is it FEMA's responsibility. Uh, but the government is supposed to take care of the, you know, the citizens and their needs and ensure their safety. That's really what, you know, their only job is if you look at the Constitution. The problem is, does FEMA need to have so much power and so much authority to do all kinds of things? And then uh, why are there so many political games being played? Because, you know, suddenly a conservative governor, an actual America First politician starts 
playing the same games that they do right back at them and exposing their you know their their nonsense disposing them selling out the country so the the plan if if all goes well is for fema to be engaged in what happens in florida and the reason why biden typically calls the governor is to have conversations on what is necessary it is more of a uh, something that you do just to uh, reconcile the things or, or to give comfort to the governor that you're going to do everything you can to support that state. With that said, FEMA is answering the questions and saying, yeah, we have a team that's embedded right now in Florida. So I think that solves that problem. It doesn't solve the strife that's happening that is more evident between the federal government and state governments. And there is massive friction. It's not just with Florida. There are many, many states around the country where the friction that is that exists between this illegitimate regime and other states is becoming more and more apparent. I don't know if you heard about this today, but there's a, and maybe this is this is it. I put it in there, but did you know that Nadler did not agree with the, um, did not agree with the impeachment of President Trump? I may vaguely remember this. So in, in a new book, the House Judiciary Chairman Jared Nadler uh, was at odds with how House uh, Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence Chairman Adam Schiff and the House Speaker Nancy Pelosi handled the impeachment proceedings against former President Trump, insisting that the methods used by the prominent Democrats were unconstitutional and could be used to attack the party, it, which is absolutely true. Um, the revelation comes in a book set to be released on October 18th titled Unchecked, The Untold Story Behind Congress's Botched Impeachments of Donald Trump, written by political playbook co-author uh, Rachel Bade and Washington Post reporter uh, Karan Demirajan. The book chronicles the methods Democrats used to target Trump. The fact that there's a book out there about how they targeted Trump should tell you everything that you need to know because it has become a war between the elite and their little minions and President Trump. And that doesn't mean that it's just on the Democrat side. It's also the Republican side as well. I thought I'd throw this out there. It just adds more fury to the fire. Well, I think it's funny because, I mean, everything about their narrative, whether it's, <coughs> excuse me, now with Martha's Vineyard, with the election, with uh, everything that they've attempted, January 6th, uh, the FBI completely abusing Americans, going after Trump. Uh, Russiagate, all of these things. They're completely collapsing in on themselves. So I think we're going to see more and more of that, of all of a sudden these uh, pivots, uh, just like they did with uh, the vaccines several weeks ago when they started coming out and saying it was Trump's fault. As soon as they started having undeniable evidence that people were being hurt, people being maimed, being killed, and they couldn't cover it up anymore, you see some of them trying to push the the vaccine narrative that they're safe and effective everyone needs to get them they're our best tool to fight against uh you know the negligible almost infinitesimally small uh, risks actually associated with covid but the pivoting is going to accelerate i think more quickly than we have ever seen up until this point because now they don't have anywhere else to go especially with the midterms coming up is why we're seeing them attack certain things so hard and uh, spin these narratives like fetter woman uh, winning in the poll in the polls, uh, the same thing they're doing in Italy. It's 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 a a cornered animal, and they don't have much food left. And you know now we're seeing some bigger geopolitical but, things with like the Nord Stream, for instance. You know I agree with you, 
I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm absolutely agreeing with you with what's happening across the nation and the fact that they are gaslighting m much of the American people. And I believe that it's not 50%, it's not a 50-50 country, not even close. I believe it's more of a 80-20, that 80% are actually conservative or middle of the road Americans and 20% are these radicals and or leftists. And you can tell that because they can't really get any steam unless they're paid to. So they can't get anyone to show up anywhere unless they're paid to show up in those places. Paid to, and with, I use President Trump as an example, you don't have to pay anybody to show up to his, his events and he'll get seven, eight, nine, ten, 12,000 people to show up. So we, we know that most people in this country lean towards life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. My concern is that the American people aren't having a conversation with themselves and people around them related to what is actually happening in our communities. What is actually happening as they sit here and gaslight us and tell us what's important. And even that reporter, that, the reporter that, was, that asked the questions, what's the motive? What, what are you trying to accomplish as a reporter? Are you trying to build more bad blood? I don't even know how much more bad blood you could, you could, you could create. <laughs> But I mean, is that really what it's about? Are we getting to the point where it's now uh, petty chaos? I mean, I want to talk about things that really affect. How about the people there that are adversely affected? Isn't that more important? Like, what's the plan? Well, Should, shouldn't we be asking those questions? Well, I 100% agree with you. The The contrast, though, that I, that I wanted to highlight with this is you go back to COVID, right? And they're talking about, I mean, right now they're talking about FEMA helping people during a storm. But Trump was reaching out to all of these governors. Uh, many of them who are ardently criticizing him and, in fact, calling him a traitor and et cetera, et cetera. And he would get no responses. He'd offer assistance. He brought in the uh, ships to assist with COVID patients, mm -hmm. was doing everything, offering ventilators, and they refused him. And then they would go back and turn around and blame him. Uh, now you have, you know, again, a, a crisis. So he was doing everything that he could in order to offer whatever support he was allowed to for the benefit of, Ameri of the American people. You turn this around, and now, again, I mean, will it really affect anything? Maybe not. But you have something so simple, you know, even if the guy does remember what day it is, he's not even going to talk to the governor of the state that's facing a storm. And it really goes back to that, the comment you made earlier. The why, why politicize anything when there are lives at stake? Well, I think it doesn't matter to them. I don't think the people matter to them. People could die in the middle of the street and get, you know, get, get stabbed, have a bomb drop on their forehead, they wouldn't care. They would use it as political father as long as it didn't affect them. And no better example of that that could be to talk about the Green New Deal as the thing that is on the minds of most Americans as they bill and take even more money from Americans. They went from 52 cents on the average to 54 cents on the average out of every paycheck. So 54 cents out of every dollar gets taken from the American family of each person. That means that you, you and your wife or spouse or whatever, whatever it is, you're not even a full person. They've made you less of a person. They, they are literally hitting home runs off your forehead. And, and the wealthiest among us, the big companies, the elite, they don't pay any taxes. They put their money into and lock it up into trusts and make sure that they are tax-deferred trusts and put it in there for multi-generational and take out money to live and, you know, buy whatever they want, homes and uh, cars. And, and they don't pay any taxes. They pay nothing because the average American gets to pay it. And then we take $4,000 uh, a person and hand it over to illegal immigrants. 
it really is sad where we are as they sit there and tell you that, hey, we really care about you. But they really don't. They really don't. Um, so I want to address this. I know that Ash put this into the – but we, we have this former DEA agent warns families and parents after fentanyl found disguised in candy packaging. Um, th this just happened, and I think it's something we should address because I think parents should know about this. Let's, let's go ahead and you know, pull this cut if we can. This is at Fox News. Uh, former DEA warns parents after fentanyl package disguised in candy packaging. It's a massive poisoning. The fentanyl was put into NERDS packages and Skittles packages. Um, with Halloween just weeks away, the DEA is warning parents that deadly rainbow-colored pills may be marked, marketed to children. The recent seizure in Connecticut found the drug stashed in Skittles and NERDS packaging. We're seeing an unprecedented amount of kids dying as young as 13 years old. And we know now, the DEA says, that 40% of the pills contain a potential lethal dose of fentanyl. It explains that uh, cartels are taking advantage of teens obsessed with the Internet by selling the drugs on social media platforms. Children are being targeted in those states and those sales, um, many, noting that many may not know any better. He encouraged parents to seek out education material found from the DEA and other non-profits to let them know what to look for in Halloween approaches. Uh, they have to be proactive. It's deadly fentanyl, and it's flooding our streets like we've never seen. Yeah, I can just play this video. I have that ready. Do you? Let's go ahead and play it. Charged with trafficking 15,000 fentanyl pills into Connecticut, disguised in look at this, these candy boxes that our kids love. This just one month after the DEA issued a warning about parents about those rainbow-colored fentanyl pills, which appear to be marketed toward children. So with Halloween right around the corner, what do we need to know? as parents to keep our kids safe. Former DEA Special Operations Director Derek Maltz joins me now with more. Derek, tell us more about this. Wow. They're disguising these fentanyl pills. Who are they targeting? Are they selling these to kids? Absolutely, Ainsley, thank you for having me. First of all, I wanna just say thank you to the DEA Task Force in Hartford, keeping the poison off the street. 15,000 pills can kill about 6,000 people if it's fentanyl. And we know now the DEA says that 40% of the pills contain a potentially lethal dose of fentanyl. What we need to know is that the parents must be educated on this historic crisis that we're seeing unprecedented amount of kids dying as young as 13 years old when they're on the internet, when they're on the social media sites. Everyone's obsessed with these smartphones in their bedroom and the cartels are taking total advantage of that. The cartels are in the business to make money. They're trying to take advantage of the addicted population. They're also trying to take advantage of the kids who don't know any better. These are not real drugs. These are fake drugs. The whole illicit drug supply, not just pills, Ainsley, is tainted with poisonous, deadly fentanyl, and it's flooding our streets like we've never seen. Look at the seizures, Ainsley. We just had a million pills seized by the Phoenix PD. We had a million pills in September seized by the New Mexico law enforcement community. We have multi-millions being seized on the border. The DEA administrator was on the news yesterday talking about how they seized 10 million pills in the last like four months. So the key is go out, get some reference material, 
the DEA.gov, One Pill Can Kill, all these nonprofits, Lost Voices of Fentanyl, Families Against Fentanyl, Facing Fentanyl, Song for Charlie. Derek, what Go about get Halloween? What do we do? Halloween's around the corner when our kids bring home all the candy. Well, look, I like nerds. I like Skittles. So does but my the daughter. parents have to be way more proactive. Yeah, yeah how do we make to sure be more that it's proactive. safe? Well, they have to be proactive. They have to open up the packages. If it doesn't look right, they need to call the police. They need to dispose of this material immediately. Stay away from it because it's poison. Okay, so let's let's hypothetically say that you did that. Let let's hypothetically say that you kept it away from. You you kept it away from kids. You personally kept it away from your child. How about the millions of kids that aren't don't have that? I mean. Of course drugs are going to kill the kids. Of course it looks like candy. Of course they want to appeal to children. It sounds like the groomers in the high schools and the middle schools and the elementary schools. Of course they want to appeal to children. Of course groomers want to groom children. I mean, and I, the, the parallel is there. I mean, you don't want to make the parallel. I'm going to make the parallel. The parallel is definitely there. Parents are handing their kids over to schools who are teaching their kids that there's no limits. There's no morals, there's no ethics. Do whatever you want, become whatever you want. And you're surprised by kids as, as, as little as 13 dying from it. I mean, it makes perfect sense to me, doesn't it? Yeah, and it's, you know, again, it's, it's tragic to, to think about this, but those parents, and a lot of them are going to be, number one, the kids who are going to be uh, dealing with a lot of this stuff are probably kids from lower income neighborhoods. And if anyone's going to catch it, it's probably going to be parents who, uh, you know, who have a stable family unit and are actually able and willing to uh, keep watch over their children, which is the same thing that we're seeing in a lot of these, uh, a lot of these school board meetings and, you know, where they find out that the kids are being taught all this disgusting material, that there are groomers, that, you know, they're having all these drag shows where adults, many of whom are, mm -hmm. end up being sex offenders, uh, are unbelievably and uh, they're allowed to in the name of art yeah it's art it's art, it's art right and it's the, it's the parents who Gee, you know resemble a you know a traditional nuclear family that are the ones catching this and you know it's it's the same thing they, the democrats want to scream and cry about minorities and protect the uh, black communities and they want to play all these race games but they don't actually care about them just no, like they don't I care about the that. people coming over the border i would agree with that and we keep talking about all the problems that we face, and you're like, what? It can't be true. It is, though. This episode of Conservative Daily is brought to you by DCF Guns. They're not just a supporter and a partner of the show. They're an organization that is on the front line of promoting safe and responsible gun ownership. Along with being a staunch defender of the Second Amendment, they have a lot of different things inside of their three ranges and stores. So they have a gunsmith at every location. They have the ability to do massive amounts of training, uh, anything from beginners all the way up to uh, competitive shooting. Um, they're also the best gun store in Colorado. Uh, between a mar massive arsenal of top-tier firearms, competitive pricing on ammunition, they're a go-to resource for newcomers and expert shooters alike. Memberships there start for as little as $25 a month and offer an arsenal of benefits beyond that, such as store-wide discounts and special access to training. Even better, what you're seeing right now is DCF Guns also has an e-commerce option, meaning you can take advantage of the awesome prices without leaving your home. 
Just visit dcfguns.co and start browsing. I do want to tell you that as a listener of conservative-daily.com, you get an additional 5% off everything in the store. You have to use discount code Joe. That's J-O-E. That's discount code Joe. Go to dcfguns.co and use discount code Joe. J-O-E. That's me. Or it's coffee, cup of Joe. Um, But you can go there and save an additional 5% off every single thing on the site. Um, As always, we'll keep the range hot and the deals hotter only at DCF Guns in Castle Rock and Colorado Springs and now online available to everyone across the entire country. But you know who said that drug dealers should get the death penalty? Quick death penalty. Twice now he said it. Do we have that cut? Uh, I can find it. I don't have it queued up here. Um, But Trump has now said back-to-back in two separate rallies, not only not once, but like several times. Uh, He has said quite explicitly, we need the death penalty for, uh, for drug dealers and human traffickers. I actually do have the cut. I just don't know exactly where it is. Um, I can play it. I think it's probably about a minute in. Quick! He says, Xi Jinping, I said, how come you don't have drug problem? I'll even, I'll even do it. How come you don't have a drug problem? Drug problem? We don't have a drug problem. Because if you sell drugs, <laughs> quick trial. Quick trial. <laughs> I think I do have it, actually. And then you're found and put to death. Immediately. No four years, no waiting, no... You die. People are like, wow, you're just, how can, you, how can you be so quick on your feet to say that? At some point, we've got to get to the accountability part, right? We've got to start being about getting away from this lack of consequences in our society and in our communities. I don't know. That's just my thought. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, I think I do have this, this cut if I'm, I can All right, play let's it play. Quick. I want to know about him either. But we set it up and... We brought down numbers on drugs by 18%, but 18% is not the kind of number. Just a quick story, I was in China, and until COVID came along, I had a very good relationship with President Xi of China. There's nobody in a movie that can imitate him. You drugs for us, and I told him, you gotta stop it, by the way. Fentanyl. I said, President, what do you mean you don't have a drug problem? You know, somewhat naively. I said, what did, now they'll say, Trump said naively to the president. Now, you understand. They understand, too, but they're very dishonest people. So he looked at me, possibly saying, isn't he a naive person? Then I threw about uh, $400 billion worth of tariffs on him. But, but he said, he said, no, 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 we have no drug problem. I said, what do you attribute that to? He goes, quick trial. I said, what's a quick trial? That means if somebody is a drug dealer, if somebody is caught distributing drugs and killing people in China, destroying the families of China, destroying our country, we have a quick trial. And he said it very strong. Quick trial means a fast trial, not one of these trials that takes 35 years. With all of our wonderful liberal lawyers fighting like hell. Quick trial. Well, there you go. Right. And again, they didn't jump on him when he was saying these things. Of course not. Okay, ready? Ready? I'm ready. I want you to go to Kanakoa. Kanakoa put up a post on Truth Social. I need to do a quick read for one of our sponsors. Um, This podcast brought to you by IPVanish. 
If you're tired of feeling like somebody's always watching you on the internet, maybe advertisers know a little too much about you. We've talked a lot about IP Vanish. They've been a, a partner of the show for quite some time now. But IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet without exposing your private details to third parties, such as hackers, your ISP, or advertisers. You can use IPVanish on your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you stream media. Um, you can use IPVanish on a limited device at the same time without sacrificing on speed, your computers, tablets, phones. Um, it's and, and for our listeners, they're, they're offering an incredible 70% off your yearly plan to our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. It's like getting nine months for free. It's super easy to use. All you do is tap one button. You're instantly protected. I will tell you that there are some apps that you have to turn off if you're using like ring apps or things like that you have to turn it off in order to actually access it because it has to have a localized ip address but um that's just something you just learn when you get it but you, you get to keep them from getting access to most of your information uh, those apps just need it to make it necessary to validate who you are uh, so go to ipvanish.com daily use promo code daily you do have to use the slash daily so ipvanish.com daily use promo code daily and claim your 70 percent savings and if we can pull this up, I want to I want to point something out if we can. Super important that you notice this. They're no longer relying on Biden to know what to do. So if you will look, Biden in this video, it's inside the the deal. Biden in this video, look at his left ear. Now this is if this is in response to if Russia invades, there will no longer be a Nord Stream Two, or bring an end to it. Reporter says, but how do you do that exactly? Since the project is in Germany's control, Biden says, I promise you, we'll be able to do that. But I want to, pay, I want you to pay attention to his left ear. Go ahead and play it, Apollo. So it's actually I got to pull it in a different way because True Social is not letting me play it. I have oh, to sign you in. have to sign in. Yeah, have to sign, sign in. in. All right, I need a minute. All right. But if you'll look at this video, this is, and nobody talked about it. I go, why is nobody talking about the fact that it's here? <laughs> Not even just on this, but in others, it, it's, it, it, nobody's talking about what's in his ear. It's, a, it's an earpiece. He's actually getting an earful. And you can see him pause as the question was asked. Why? I don't know. I'd maybe know. Okay, we got it. Almost, almost. He's wearing an EP earpiece. I thought it was amazing that nobody said anything about it. No one. <sighs> All right, let's skip to this other part that I want to talk about. Okay, I got it. Okay, do let's go ahead and play it. If Germany. If, uh, if Russia invades, uh, that means tanks or troops crossing the, uh, the, the border of Ukraine again, then uh, there, will be, uh, we, there will be no longer a Nord Stream 2. We, we will bring an end to it. What do, what, how, will you, how will you do that exactly since the project and control of the project is within Germany's control? We will, uh, I promise you, we'll be able to do it. Uh, how? how? They, they talked in Italy yesterday mm -hmm. about how they had tools, that if you don't vote the way they want you to vote, that they'll force it that way. And now you have Biden saying that he'll get rid of the Nord pipeline, too. 
And I believe uh, Victoria Newland said the same thing. So, so let's work the problem. Is it really of the people, for the people, by the people? Are you really in control of what happens in this country? Are you a slave? Are you a sharecropper? See, see, they, it, they at least had a target back in the you know 1700s. I mean, people did leave, live as free men and women. Life was much simpler. You could die of really small diseases that they've been able to solve. But I think that the days of us having diseases you can solve are kind of over because they're going to create diseases and then create the solution and then create things that create more diseases. It doesn't have anything, in my opinion, it doesn't have anything to do, nothing to do, with trying to create a humane environment where we can all live happily ever after. I don't even believe that that's a part of the equation. I don't think they want us to live happily ever after, not in this country or any other country. No, honestly, I think they want us to suffer enough so that we give up whatever rights we do have left, and then they come in and Bill Gates feeds us crickets, and then we can suffer and thank Bill Gates and the World Economic Forum. Well, and this just came out today. Let's go ahead and put it up there. It's a really big hole. Update, sabotage suspected in Nord Stream 1 and 2 leaks. Sweden detected possible explosions at locations of leaks of 2.3 and 1.9 on the Richter scale. This is in Russia's Nord Stream 1 and 2 gas pipelines in the Baltic Sea. On Monday are suspected as sabotage. According to U.S. and European leaders and analysts, Sweden reportedly detected explosions. In the morning, one registered 1.9 on the Richter scale and evening explosion of 2.3. Danish military released photos of the video and the gas leak bubbling up in the Baltic Sea. This is unbelievable. And it shows that we have a video here. If we can take a look at that video. And you can start to see, uh, you know, pictures of the gas leak happening in real time. Yeah, so I'm going to play one of these from the actual post. And so this is from uh, Sweden. Military, yeah, Swedish military. And this is a gas leak. And you can see it kind of percolating out. And keep in mind now, this is now during the time when uh, they're at the point in Ukraine where I believe it was like 20% of the, uh, you know, the territories who are now voting for, you know, rejoining Russia, would essentially give the entire front to them. I mean, it's pretty much over the Ukraine battle. At this point, it's just a proxy war that is being propped up. Yeah, Russia's won. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, and I, and I want, and when we say that they've won, th there is a, I don't know if you know this, I was asked to, to speak on this, and and but there's a dumbass accord that is being pushed out right now. Did you hear about this? Uh, I don't know if I've heard of this dumbass accord. It is. Why you pull that up? This is uh, this is interesting stuff, you guys, because we just showed you the video of Biden saying it. I believe Newland said very much the same thing. But a former uh, Polish defense minister has quite literally said that the U.S. blew up the Russian gas pipeline. And this came out of Der Spiegel, uh, 
and reportedly the CIA actually warned them that there would very likely be an attack on these pipelines uh, amidst the chaos of the last several months. So why would the CIA be involved with, or the U.S. be involved with creating more economic strife for Europe? You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If, if we're talking about the problem in the Baltic, excuse me, in the in Europe, and Germany is in control of the pipeline, why would they be saying that the U.S. blew up the Nord Pipeline 1 and 2? It makes no sense. It makes no sense. So, so we have sponsors that have been with us for a long time. This one has definitely been here a long time. This is Air Medcare Network. Today's podcast, again, sponsored by Air Medcare Network. If you live in a rural area that's hard to reach by road, if you travel a lot, if you even drive a lot, even if you don't drive a lot, this is good fire insurance. If you like to hike or spend time outdoors, you want to make sure your family is protected in a medical emergency if you ever need to be air medically transported with air med care network you're covered for as little as 85 dollars a year your whole household will be covered in case you ever need to be air medically transported uh, simply visit airmedcarenetwork.com daily and use promo code daily and you'll receive up to a 50 dollars visa gift card when you sign up today now they also have an amazon card but we don't do business with amazon here on this show so please do not sign up for this and get the 50 dollars amazon gift card uh, because that is feeding the beast and we don't feed the beast so get that $50 um, gift card and sign up. You can go up to, I think the five-year membership is like 300 bucks or something. But uh, so it's even less. So it's $85 a year for your whole family. And then as you go up, it, it, it actually reduces. So airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily. I take that back on the Dumbass. There's a... Um, This just came out a day ago. See if I can push this to you. Potential accession of Dumbass, um, Kursan, and Koporize creates a newly political reality in Russia. Partial mobilization on a parallel track is intended to provide the military underpinning for it. The referendum on September 23rd to the 27th in the Dumbass and Southern uh, Kursan and Kaporada regions of Ukraine on their accession to Russian Federation is prima facie an exercise of the right of self-determination by the native population to reject the Western-backed regime change in Kiev in 2014, an ascendancy of extreme nationalist forces with neo-Nazi leanings in the power structure. So this is something that is that has gone out now that's saying that those areas have the ability to vote whether or not they want to join the Russian Federation. This happens the 23rd through the 27th, today being the last day. I'm, I'm interested to see how this actually resolves itself. It has been largely outside of um, the purview of the American people. Most of you did not know this was happening. Did you know this was happening? No, I hadn't read about this. Um, and here's something that talks about the referendum in Teleser. This is another news one. We'll put this up. There's over a 50% turnout at this. Let me read some of this to you. According to the Election Commission, the Sunday at the end of three days of voting, the referendums in the Dumbass Republics and the uh, Zeporozia, I don't even know if I'm saying that right, region were recognized as valid with over 50% of citizen participation. High voter turnout is reported. High voter turnout 
is reported from the entire territory of the La Husk People's Republic and LPR's Central Election Commission. Yelena uh, Keshchenko, she put the turnout at 76.09% with 1,360,768 voters eligible to vote in the Republic. For this part, the DPR referendum is also valid with a turnout of 77.13%, 1.2 million people in the three days of voting, according to the chairman of the region. While the Zepara region, I'm saying it wrong. Somebody can probably help me with this. Voter turnout during the three days of voting reached 51.55%, including votes cast abroad, said the head of the region, uh, SEC. So I, I haven't heard what the outcome of this is yet. Do we know what the outcome is? No, this is the first time I've seen this. So I'm digging into this right now. I haven't been able to, to get a lot of information on it, but I'll be talking about this tonight. I'm going to do a lot of digging on this, talking tonight on RT, um, Russian Today. Maybe some people would say, why, why are you going on Russian Today? And I'm going to tell you that I'm, although I support, um, obviously, humanity across the board, I think that having the same Nazi influence that we have on the radical left today here in the U.S. and that connection, that parallel to Zelensky and what's happening on the in the neo-Nazi movement over there, which are these are really really bad people that have been shelling and killing people. And when they get bored in Dumbass, what they have done is actually shot, you know, men, women, children uh, for target practice in Dumbass. That that actually happens. So this referendum vote is basically saying, hey, we're going to swallow up these areas and we reject and the people have an opportunity to vote on whether or not they want to get away from Ukraine and join the Russian Federation. Um, the reason why I think this is important is because it will be decried by the West who just sent another 18, is sending another $18 billion to Ukraine as, you know, the bully of Russia. But Russia has been involved in this fight in Donbass and those areas for eight years. And uh, in large part, the people there that I've been able to talk to just want to be done with Ukraine and some of the things that they've done to the Ukrainian people. Sorry to take a, a left turn on you. I feel like today we're taking a lot of left turns on this podcast. Maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, there's so much going on, though. and uh, The whole world seems to be having, and if we start looking at what happened in, in Italy and what we're talking about now that's happening in Ukraine, uh, I'm trying to get as much information while I'm sitting here because people are sending me information saying it sounds like that the referendum is, uh, is almost a foregone conclusion. And Ash has said that KJP called uh, this refer- referendum a sham during the press conference today. Uh, which I can imagine, but you know, it's just it's it's really interesting because we're seeing now again a seemingly geopolitical uh, blindness when it comes to our administration with all the things that are going on with you know the upheaval of you know for instance Italy, which we mentioned of uh, the Ukraine conflict, which we know that they're just covering up. We know that they don't want the people to know how atrociously. Our own intelligence apparatus, our own government has been selling out uh, taxpayer dollars, has been selling out the American people and building these uh, essentially, you know, eugenics-type programs. 
to create these weapons, which they then control the world and impose lockdowns like we've seen. We know this was all funded by the CIA. This has been now confirmed. We've known this for months. Uh, Russia just actually put out a, uh, a video. Uh, BioClandestine has a, a translation, which I, I haven't personally vetted yet, but uh, they detail very clearly the you know, allocation of funds through our military, through the DOD, through the uh, you know, disease response uh, threat reduction agency. And, uh, you know, our, our government now seems completely oblivious to all the things going on in the world. This Nord Stream pipeline is an interesting development that puts us not in a great light on top of all that, uh, especially given the statements by Biden uh, in, in that They're, in they're that acting reg- recklessly all over the world. I mean... What we're like, seeing do you want happen, a nuclear war? What we're happening see what we see happening in the United States is a is a correlation of and parallel efforts being steered by people like Obama, people like George Soros, people like Bill Gates that want to depopulate the country and depopulate the world. So they're like, listen, if the US is going to just cause war to happen, let's just cause war to happen. We'll kill a lot of people. We'll protect ourselves, and we will become the heir apparent of elite for the new world order. Why else would you destroy the Nord pipeline? Why? Why else would you lie with impunity about everything? I don't know, Apollo, what they've told the truth about. And I want to play this. I, I probably will play this tomorrow. But I'm having conversations with, with journalists about the election fraud and the amount of stupidity that comes out of these people's mouth is unbelievable. I had a conversation today about it and they go, is it true? Is it true, Joe, that you're promoting people and you're asking people to go be election judges (laughs) all over the country? And I went, yeah. Well, why? Because you guys are a bunch of frauds and you've been stealing elections for decades. Well, see, if they really supported the democratic process, that was like, was that your mic drop? That, yeah, I feel like that was a mic drop. <laughs> the mainstream media, mic drop. You, you can clip that one, there's a mic drop. If they actually supported democratic processes, they would have no problem with things like that. But it's the same thing that we saw in Coffee County, where they you have actual experts come in under you know, permitted authority, and they call them Trump deniers. This is, this is how badly that they're losing. The, the panic is very, very real. The fact that they would, you know, even approach you, you know, very clearly, I think, framing as if you're doing something wrong by encouraging people to have an interest and participate in their local elections is kind of hysterical, actually. I, I agree with you fully. But we don't. We, we we keep asking as if this is going to solve the problem. And he says, "Hey, don't worry about it. We're going to take care of the Nord pipeline." If and then all of a sudden they take care of the Nord pipeline and they destroy it, kind of like the prosecutor in Ukraine. It, 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 how much more evidence do you need to know that everything is off the rails? That we're not in the United States of America anymore. We're not. We, we are in the, the largest coup takeover in the history of man. And they are trying to destroy everything about this nation. And they just want you to sit down, shut up, sit over there, and just be lucky that you can eat. 
if, if we put it all together and we talk about the food supply disruptions and we put together what they're doing as far as creating this propaganda about fixing what happens over in, in Africa and we put together what they're doing in China and what happened is in this offensive, this proxy war that we're fighting with Russia, uh, it's been a month since I said it. We are within five months of having an armed conflict with Russia right now. I said six months, it's five months. It's now five months. The writing is on the wall. Now whether or not that's a nuclear conflict and lots of people die, and I'm not trying to scare you, maybe I'm trying to scare you out of being scared. And maybe that's why they're blocking and doing everything they can at Rumble to stop us from being heard. Probably something to that, don't you think? 100%. I mean, you have the, you have Putin himself comes out and says, hey, guys, and again, just for a reminder for context, this is while the CIA has now been funding uh, insurgents after funding the, you know, erection of this government over in uh, in Ukraine for decades, overthrowing legitimately elected governments. And they have now, through, you know, our military, our country has been funding all these weapons that are going over there and killing Russians. Funding people who just We have mercenaries ago, over there and Blackwater's over there. Th and we're funding the same groups that our Senate literally called Nazis. Yeah. And now, now they're the ones that we should support. And Russia comes out and says, hey, you guys, if you continue doing this, all options are on the table. And, w and we still see the political blindness, the ineptitude, the uh, I don't even know what to call it, by our State Department, by our administration here in the United States. And what we see happening in, in Israel. Mm -hmm. I mean, Israel's a mess. Four governments in five years. The collapse of their governments, four out of five years. A rewrite of their constitution. Four out of five years that happened. I mean, people in, in Israel must be just lost their mind. And now, by the way, Israel's saying, we'll, we'll be, by the way, they signed a peace accord before President Trump left office. It was the first, it was the last, it was the only time in history in the last four decades that that's ever happened. And now they're saying we're all for two separate states as long as they don't become a terror state. We, I'm, I'm lost. What, what exactly is that supposed to mean? Well, they called Trump a warmonger, right? And but he never went to war. No. He, Soleimani, that was the only thing they had him on. A well-known terrorist who was responsible for the death of many uh, Americans. They blew him up. Yeah, they blew him up. They did a, they did a mob on him. <laughs> they did a mob on him. Yeah, mother of all bombs. big mob. Yeah. A mob. Got him with a mob. And he was the warmonger. Meanwhile, we're literally funding proxy wars. And millions are starving and going hungry. Prices are shooting up here. Mm. We have a war coming through our own borders that they, you know, decried as racist, that borders are racist. But Trump was the warmonger. He was a warmonger. Okay, so before we go any further, I want to put this up there. If you would go to my pillow and support Mike Lindell. Hit code CD21. That's Charlie David 21. Save up to 66%. You can also go to my store, buy my coffee using that same code. And um, do what you can to buy as much as you can. I got some more Giza sheets and some new shoes. You know, we, we had a lot to talk about. I wanted to talk to you more about some other things that were happening across the country, what's happening in 
Australia, it's terrible what's happening in Australia. Even mm-hmm. people in Australia are just not talking about it. They're, they're on this freeze. And people in Australia are afraid to put something on social media. There is a whole group of people that has been locked up in Australia for speaking out about the, about the Australian government. There's a media freeze out. I don't know if you guys have seen this. Anywhere you go, you cannot find information about what is happening in Australia. There are offensives happening in Australia today every single day. There are offensives happening of people saying that they want their freedoms back. They're very, very upset over the lockdowns. And there is a media freeze on what is happening in Australia. But it's happening. Same thing can be said for other countries around the world. We get a little taste of what happens in Iran. And then, of course, instead of actually talking about what's happening in Iran, they decide to make it about suffrage in the United States. And I want to, if I can, put the, get this over to you. This is an interesting thing that was sent to me. And uh, it gives you perspective of what we're dealing with. I got this off Eric Trump's site. Let me see if I can send it to you here a little bit. Slack. And, all right, I sent it over to you. This is from someone in Pakistan. And it says, my uncle in Pakistan asked me what woke means, and I told him what it meant. His response, these people in the West are spoiled and have never had real problems. So they are creating problems because they are so bored. Is that true? I think that lines up perfectly with what we talked about yesterday regarding the protests and some of these liberals trying to compare it to the supposed you know, evil patriarchy that Western women suffer under. Yeah. But no, white people are bad. And that's being told by old white men and old white women trying to create chaos so they can get us fighting. So I want to tell you all as we close up this, this uh, deal, close, close, that God is in control. When you die, you just have your soul. No color of your skin, no fat, no skinny. You still have lazy. I, mean, I think they're going to be lazy spirits. So I guess you can still take that with you. So maybe you can gain weight as a spirit. <laughs> just kidding. Um, but I, but I want to I remind you guys that what they're doing to us as Democrats and Republicans has more to do with the fact they want us fighting each other so that they can do what they're doing around the world. We have to start paying attention and aligning ourselves with ideals, American ideals, and ignoring and pushing back on this, this radical ideology. And we've got to get rid of the machines. And we've got to get rid of mail-in ballots. And we've got to get rid of the Eric system. We've got to get rid of the CISA standards. And we've got to get rid of all of the people that have built an entire cabal against the American people. And that's the only way you can, what you can call it. It's a cabal. So let's pray. Real quick, if I just yeah. put up one more thing. Um, also in this article, mm-hmm. uh, we were mentioning DeSantis. Uh, they've also delayed the uh, some of the hearings for... Uh, January 6th. So I just want to remind everyone that it is our job to stand up for our fellow Americans. Uh, so again, go to conservative-daily.com. Uh, we talked today about the Oath Keeper trial. So go send your facts. If you're already a member, thank you. But they are being denied health care. We showed you some really horrible uh, things in the interview with Ryan this morning about them being tortured because yeah, that's I, what they're doing and i've been getting emails of people not being able to go through the process so if you can't go through the process of signing up and there's an issue uh, call 888-441-1121 just leave a message we'll call you back 
That's 888-441-1121. We had a ton of activity on the site in the last uh, uh, couple weeks of members that are that are engaging in the system. And we had a couple people that sent me uh, emails. So if you have a problem, dial 888-441-1121. Leave a message, and we will get right back to you. Or you can email info at conservative-daily.com, and yeah. we'll, we'll make sure you get taken care of. Either way, we'll take care of you. All right, let's pray. Father God, thank you so much for having giving us the opportunity to restore order to our society, Father. Thank you for putting us on this path. I know it's a difficult path, but thank you. Thank you for shedding light and pulling back the veil and exposing so much of what is happening around the world to us here in the United States. Father, I don't, I don't know what to pray for when it comes to the American people doing harm, the apparatus, excuse me, doing harm to other nations, hurting energy independence for other nations, interfering with the sovereignty of other nations. I don't know how to, I don't know how to handle that. I don't know how to, to reconcile that. I don't know what wisdom you could give or I could give or I could ask for. I would just ask you to make it right, Father. It's not right for people in any country to do harm to other people around the world. And I would just ask you to stand as a blockage to those people that would do harm to others. Father, I would ask you to help those people that stand for freedom around the world to have the courage to stand up. I would ask you to give them the strength and the endurance, give them the courage to see past their fear and to become an ambassador of truth and to step in the gap and be not just an ambassador of truth, but someone that is not just talks about it, but is about it. That stands up with courage against these radical, corrupt individuals. Father, I don't know how someone on the radical left could see themselves as a good person. It, it's lost on me. It, it, and, and maybe I would just ask you that if, if, we're, if we're wrong in any aspect of this, that you would shed light on it for us as well. My fear, Father, is that we become the exact thing that we're fighting against. My fear is that we let this evil consume our souls, not me individually, but people across the country, and it allows them to feel justified in behavior that would, that would allow them to strike out outside of the confines of your wishes, Father, your path. So, Father, I would just ask you to be on their hearts and to help us guard our hearts and minds that we may make good decisions that we may do things to protect the integrity of what we are as a nation, the soul of our nation. Father, help us to move away from selfishness. Help us to move away from the things that would be self-gratifying and move towards protecting our community holistically and loving on each other in the middle of all this strife. Father, I would just ask you to, that we, we see the good. There's so much good that's happening. And yet we talk about the things that are happening bad across the, the world. But Father, I just, I just ask you to give us the this eyesight that we can see past what is happening today, create unity of spirit and in mind and in body, not just here but around the world, that we can drive out these media apparatuses we can drive out these people that are just evil just evil father father we just ask for your guidance ask for your 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 spirit of peace upon us and ask you to guide us each day
Help us tonight that we may hang out with our families and friends and we may show appreciation and gratitude and that we may get on our knees and give thanks for all the things we have. I say these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. All right. We will see you um, tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. God bless you all. God bless. If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com, on Rumble, on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey. You can also find our episodes at brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and everywhere else. Make sure you go and give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. Text the word FREEDOM to 89517 and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live. Check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the fax blasts. We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com, you have the option to become a member with us. Each membership option varies in access and discounts in regards to the ability to interact with the Daily Facts Blast, monthly savings, access to extra content, and interactions with the hosts and guests of the show. Go to conservative-daily.com and become a member right now for as little as $10 a month. Make sure you check out social media and find us everywhere at Conservative Daily and at Joel Oltman. We'll see you next time on Conservative Daily Podcast. It's time to do the hard work. Let's take our country back, patriots. God bless America.